Hey guys, producer Matt here at the start of the episode. So unfortunately, with travel schedules and some of the things we talked about earlier in October with Andrew's most recent life change, we weren't able to record an episode for this week. But we do have a great episode from the Disneydo archive that I think fits perfectly with Roaring Twenties. I actually think that in a lot of ways, it's the origins of what would eventually become the Roaring Twenties. So this is an episode we recorded very close to the end of the podcast's run. Um, I think we only did maybe five more episodes after this. And it's called Andrew's Top 5 Reasons Why Andrew is Single. And I think you guys will enjoy it if you've never heard it. If you did listen to Disneydo, I think it's a fun one to revisit. So I hope you all enjoy it. We have an awesome episode planned to record in the next week for y'all to hear in two weeks. So stay tuned for that. Hey, maybe I'm just nostalgic. Or maybe it's truly magical. Good afternoon, good evening, and good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is Andrew. <laughs> I don't know even what to do now. <laughs> and I'm Brooke. And we have wine again. This is the Disney Do podcast. Guys, we have not sat down and recorded <laughs> like an actual podcast together in literal months. Yes. And it's been even longer since we've had wine. Yeah, because we're on our workout for summer. Yes. Well, I mean, we're still getting our summer bodies. Yes, we summer actually bodies are. are made and maintained in the fall and winter months, folks. But you can drink now because it's September. Yeah. And this is a white wine. Like, it's probably not great for you. But, you know, fuck it. It's been a while. As you guys can see, we're very busy. We are booked solid. It's been crazy. It really has been. The summer was nuts. We were all all over the place. Yeah. Doing a lot of recording in the office. Yes. I wonder, like, those people in that room across from the studio we recorded. I what the like, fuck we're doing. Yeah. You know they can hear us. They're probably like, what the hell? Good thing they're all developers and just, like, their social skills are lacking. So yeah. they just, like, deal with it. They just sit there awkwardly and they don't know what to do. Do you think that they think we're cool or that we're stupid? Probably that we're stupid. I don't know. A couple of them listen to this podcast, so maybe they'll Oh, tell shit. Us. <laughs> I take it all back. <laughs> So, guys, I know that this is a Disney podcast. Tonight, we're not talking about anything Disney related. <laughs> Sometimes we need breaks. You know, we're not your typical, like, super nerdy, geeky podcast. You guys should know what you're getting, getting into by now. Um, tonight, we have a really special topic, and it'll spawn another really special topic that we will tackle at a later date. But tonight, we are breaking down the top five <laughs> reasons why... Andrew is single. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, mainly gentlemen. He is single and ready to mingle, maybe. We don't know. It's still to be decided. We'll see. But you know what ladies do at this point? Oh, shut up. Yeah. Ladies, too. Get yeah, the fuck know, out. Know. You know what? Do you ever, are you ever in traffic? 
Nope, and never. I've the, literally never been in traffic in my life. Humor me, okay? Okay. You're in traffic sometimes. I've been in, okay. Let me imagine what that's like. Imagine you're sitting in traffic and you have the left lane mm-hmm. and the right lane. And typically, you have learned that the left lane's faster. Mm-hmm. But today, you've assessed that, you know what? This left lane's been pretty shitty lately. I think I'm going to try the right lane. And the right lane opens up a little more. Do you think you could, like be honestly attracted to a woman i think depending like enough to have sex with her mm. that's a whole new world. Well, haven't met her yet but you never know you just need to meet your forever wife mm. as my boyfriend says he's still waiting on his apparently it's I great need, i need me a chick no just kidding women are pretty terrible that's I why know. i date men uh-huh same <laughs> well try but All right. So what's going to happen is Andrew's going to break down the reasons why he believes he is single. I am going to agree or disagree. Matt may or may not have an opinion. He usually does. So we'll just see how this shakes out. Yeah. Um, Interested to get your. Oh, I am ready. I want your truly. I've had opinion. This is my second glass of wine. I'm ready to be brutally honest. Are are you ready for me to be brutally honest? (laughs) Thank God I have a cover on that couch. He I just am. spilled wine on, my titty. on the couch. On his titty. You are. <laughs> Grey Goose got your girl feeling loose. Except it's just white wine. <laughs> Matt, prepare yourself. Because, guys, what we're going to do later, we're going to do a top five reasons why producer Matt is single. And we are going hard in the paint. I'm, there will be research. I'm creating a PowerPoint presentation. We're going to pull Facebook statuses and selfies. I'll have some spreadsheets. I'm going to contact his college professors for some <laughs> papers that he wrote. I've already found. I'm the also going to look at his resume. I'm going to contact oh, some God. people he dog walked for, interview the dogs, see how they feel. Could you imagine that? The dog. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, mm, that Matt Kelly, I don't know. <laughs> bark, bark. That'll come at a later time. Be on the lookout. And don't worry, we will find a podcast to make fun of me for as well. So it's like, it's really fine. Give it time. If we don't need time, we could do it now, but. <laughs> Get ready won't. for the next episode. Was that you making that squealing? <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Okay. All right. Top five reasons why Andrew's single. Let's so go. I have five-ish reasons. There's no real set order to go through here. I feel like there's no, re- well, there's one dominant reason. The first one there? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I feel like this will drive a lot of the conversation. This is a glaring thing. It's like you're just setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. Because yeah. once you understand this, then everything else makes more yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. I'm very much attracted to red flags. 100%. I'm 100% that bitch. <laughs> that red flag bitch no matter what no matter what what red flag are you most attracted to i i have my red flag for you but i want to hear it <clears throat> hear your opinion you know it's almost as if it's almost as if i'm attracted to those who i know aren't long-term material and won't be, but I'm trying to change that. 
that my number one red flag for you is you are attracted to guys who are not ready to commit. <laughs> you love it. You're just like, oh, they don't want to commit. Fuck yes, I want in. Yes. And, and but you want commitment. I know. And it's weird because it's I don't like get it. I, I and it's I wonder to myself, you know, am I doing this because I actually don't want to commit so i'm going for them because i know it's not going to work out i don't know Andrew. subconsciously do we need to unpack this or is it something where like i know they're not ready to commit but i want to try to change that to be like yeah do you have the savior mentality where you want to be like i want to be the one to change them see that's what's interesting i want to be the one that gets them to commit i'm usually not the one that's like i want to try to change somebody i'm usually like this is the person um because i've been in relationships where like i'm not gonna try to change you you're just who you are and i'm just like okay i'm done but it's more of like i don't know if it's just the challenge or the chase maybe it's the chase the chase is always fun um i am an aries and we're big about the chase so it could be that um we're all we're all about hunting i'm a hunter so it could be that i just like to hunt but then i hunt i don't know meat. because I feel like you want to commit. I do. I'm like I. But I, for I want some that. reason, you just like go for all these dudes that don't want to commit or, or unwilling or just like can't find it in themselves due to their own personal traumas to commit. Yeah. Like I just don't. I just don't know what you get out of that. Like maybe you have a bad radar for it. But I feel <sighs> like you kind of know. <sighs> well, that's the thing. Is like sometimes I definitely know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, for example, it could be somebody where I'm into them. Mm-hmm. They may give a hint of being into me. And I'm like, well, let's see what this does. But I just put myself in that, you know, confused state for a yeah. while. Yeah, you do. When really I should just cut and move on. Yeah, I feel like unless it's obvious, you need to start moving on. Because you hang on. Too long. Too long. And it's not in a bad way. You're not a clinger. No. You're not God, needy, no. but you'll entertain people for too long. Yes. When their I'm intentions too optimistic, aren't, I yeah. think. You give them too much of a benefit of the doubt. Like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe they are interested when really you just need to be like, bye, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A la Lizzo. Yeah. And that part of that, I think, comes from I'm tired of in, like meeting people. At this point, like, I'm tired of it. I hear you. <laughs> I'm over it. Uh, that's like the meme. Like, I'm tired of telling people my fucking favorite color. Yes. Things like that. I don't even know my like, boyfriend's I'm really, favorite color. I'm just color. over it anymore. I don't care. And I don't ask. Actually, it's blue. I know. <laughs> maybe that's why I go for the red flags because... No. I don't know. I think maybe it's because I'm too wildly optimistic. Yeah, I think you're just too hopeful. Sometimes the red flags disguise themselves, as you said, as green lights. Yes, they sure do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they, can... they fool me. And what we mean by that is it could be somebody who you think is, wow, this is like a really chill person. Like we're vibing. Mm-hmm. We get along. They seem to have their shit together. You're on the same page. Yeah, like you're just vibing. It just yeah. works. And then all of a sudden it's like, nope, change of mind. 
It's like, actually, I don't know what I want anymore. Yeah. I had a spiritual awakening. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a red flag disguised as a green light. And so that's what we mean by that, guys. It's on our dictionary. We put it in if you want to Yeah, look. it's actually on there. Um, there's a quote that I always liked in BoJack Horseman of all shows, which was... Uh, Interesting. When you're wearing rose tinted glasses, red flags just look like flags. Yeah. Is that where that's from? Because I've been seeing that on memes for years now. Yeah, that was from the second season, so like three or four years that's ago. That's from a Beatles mm. song. Interesting. Yeah. Actually, you didn't know that? Which kind of leads me to up. one of my know. other reasons. If we can go into number two, which is men are dogs. <gasps> Speaking of dogs, you We're can probably the hear today. them in the back. They're so cute. Okay, continue. Men are dogs. They are. And so... With that being said, you can think about the whole red flag disguise as a green light. Men are dogs. You know, you know, I, here's an example. Here's an example. I had a gentleman, gentleman, who, not a gentleman. I was going to say, honest. if you're about to describe him as a dog, he ain't a gentleman. Some trash lord. Um, hit me up. Wanted to hang out, right? And you know when somebody's texting you to hang out, you know they're not just trying to hang out. They're trying to. They're trying to hook up. They're trying to hook up, right? They're trying to hang yeah. outside yeah, 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 of their yeah, yeah. pants, if you know what I'm saying. But this person's in a relationship. So I was like, yo. Oh, uh-huh, I know what you're uh-huh, talking uh-huh. about. I was like, yo, you're in a relationship, can't do this, blah, blah, blah. So like, but I want him. like, too bad. So then they text me and ask about hanging out. And I was like, yo, you're in a relationship. They're like, oh, I just broke up with him. Did you though? And I'm like, yeah, that was my first thought. I was like, did you though, really? Are you just saying that? Because you know I won't hang out with you. Yeah. In the circumstances. And even if you did break up with them, who breaks up with somebody and immediately reach out to somebody else to hook up? Trash lords. Men are dogs. They are. Men are dogs. Not to insult you, Rowdy, because you are sweet. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I get it. I, we all get like that. You know, sometimes we have hormones. I don't know. We have desires as humans. And whatever. But at the same time, when you show that character in yourself to somebody, that's not somebody you commit yourself yeah, to. Yeah, no, it's that's an not somebody like, you're gonna be oh. with. That's like go one and done, good for nothing else. Goodbye. Men are dogs. Yes, except dogs. Except not because I like dogs. I love dogs. They're, They're my favorite. But they kind of are like men because the dogs can be shit heels. Look, if I don't give him what he wants, he'll cry like a man. And I, you know, I'm a man myself, so I, I'm also a shitheel sometimes. I get that. I get that. But I feel like more often than not, people are shitheels than not lately. And there's also a lot of people who, like, deep down, I think I'm more old school with relationships and dating. Where, like, I like this idea of, like, getting to know somebody mm-hmm. and, like, all that fun stuff. Whereas, like, you know... Now it's like, oh, you go hang out with somebody and have a date, and they're like thinking you're going to hook up that night. And it's like, yeah, and then they ghost you. Yeah, yeah, or they get different, or like that constant conversation just quickly falls. And it's like, what the fuck? It's just annoying. And it may be too because I have had lots of fun times in my life and have gone on all kinds of adventures in, in Toyland. And, yes. Done all that, done all and everyone I've 
wanted I've to do. I've done everyone. Did it all. <laughs> shamelessly. Um, and so that's the other thing, too, is like that's kind of back burner for me now. Like, that's not a priority. Yeah, it's like you got that all out of your system. Yeah, like I just want the real meat and potatoes now. Oh, the meat and potatoes. Yeah, I don't what just want the analogy. meat. Does that I want just, the potatoes, too. That, is that the dick and the balls? Yes. Okay. I want all of it. but mostly the soul. Mostly the soul. Yeah. Okay. So I would completely agree that number one is red flags. Your number one red flag is people that are unwilling or unable to commit. Completely agree. Yes. Completely. Number Um, two. Number two is the men are dogs. Oh, I'm sorry. Number three. I can't count or remember anything. It's okay. That's just watching TV. Um, So this one ties in. As I said, this all just ties in. Then we have the apps. The, like Grinder, the Tinders, Tinder, the Grinders, Hinge. the Hinges, all of those. Because they're problems for three reasons. For example, Tinder and Hinge. I can look at swipe, match with guys up to X distance, which gives me a pretty wide array of people. However, as Brooke and I were talking earlier, where I live currently, demographically, geographically, it's um more rural, suburban. Yeah, I feel quaint, like your um your selection isn't quite as broad. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Mm-hmm. So as far as like people in my area of potential candidates to meet and date and things like that, it's it's real slim pickings. Um, and odds are I probably know all of them already and have either already talked to them or have no interest in talking to them. Yes. So that's one thing that these apps create a problem is, is because it's, um, you get hit with the reality of, okay, what I want is not around me. I've accepted that. Two though, is kind of the exact opposite thing where you see what you want, but it's very far away Mm -hmm. or you could vibe with somebody, but they're you know, northern New York or down in D.C. And while it's fun to entertain the idea, like, oh, this could be something. Like, is it actually feasible? It's not. I'm a busy person. They're busy people. That's not something that can just easily happen. It's not like you met this person, had this interaction, and then find out they're far away, but you have that reason to want to make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of pulls things away. And then thirdly... It's a combination of instant satisfaction, gratification, and the FOMO where, you know, I at any, like, I mean, right now I could get on my phone and just, like, get dick if I want. You know what I mean? What's that like? Weird, in a way. Isn't like, we don't weird? talk about I've, this I've never enough been on as a the society, but I could literally, within, like, a half hour, have planned to go hook up with somebody yeah. today. I've never used the dating apps or anything like that, so, like. I have no idea how easy it how easy it is. I mean, it, men are fairly easy, so I assume like if that's what you're after, you can you can go get it. Well, and so that's part of the thing is like, you know, it makes sense why people aren't trying to take their time to get to know somebody or commit to things when I can just get dick when I want it. So why bother with any of that? Yeah, you don't have to <clears throat> deal with the the hardships of a relationship. Yeah, 
and, and all that. You can just have the convenience of some casual sex and keep it moving. Yeah. Or, hey, I was talking to this guy, but then I saw this other guy pop up that's way hotter. So I'm going to try that and just ghost this guy. Yeah. Or one of the other reasons. And that ties into that FOMO. You know, it, it's one thing when you're talking to somebody and hanging out. But it's another thing when you have 800 other faces and people just right there. Like, yeah. You should be like, I have a little taste into. of that, a little taste of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I see, feel like there's a lot of that. That makes sense. <sighs> it's kind of really annoying. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm guilty of it too. I've been on the apps. I'm on the apps. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. On and off, of course. It's one of those things. You download an app, you're on it for a day, and you're like, fuck this shit. This is not what I want to deal with. This is not what I want to do. And you feel depressed. You think you're going to get the gratification. And you don't. You don't. Yeah. You never do. Yeah. You never do. I feel like I'm going to sneeze. So if that happens, I'm sorry. I hope if you do, it scares the dogs because they're very calm right now and I would laugh. Nope, it went away. Good. Is that good? Is it bad to not sneeze if you have to? I don't to? know. Sometimes I try to hold them <coughs> in so that my heart will explode and I'll die. Hasn't worked yet, though. That's why I keep vaping. Maybe I don't have a heart. That's why. No, you do. Do you ever feel like warm inside when your dogs do something cute? Yes, only yeah. for You have a heart, them. just not for people. Because they are very sweet. Yeah, see? Oh, they're cute boys. You got that. Hi, Coco. Oh, do they hear you licking? That's nice. They all thank you. Coda's more affectionate than most men I've tried to date in the last Coda year. Is, Coda is super affectionate. He is He's ready. very needy, though. Very needy, very ready that. to commit. Yeah. He will marry you. He would. And just be by your side every second of the day. Never leave you till he dies. Very loyal. Very loyal. Until somebody new walks in and then he wants to go be with them. But he always comes back. He knows who feeds him. It's his mom. Rowdy, on the other hand, he didn't give a shit about anyone. He just wants you to scratch him. All right. I think I just need to get a dog. Dude, let me tell you, dogs are great. Dogs solve a lot of problems, and they really just, you know, they're worth every bit of everything that you could be yeah. put through with a dog. Yeah. You're agreeing a lot so far. Well, yeah, Glad I feel like you're page. being very self-reflective. I try to be. Yeah. I try to be, you know? You are. Um, oh, here's one. Um, can anyone act their fucking age? That's mm. what I wrote down. What's my age again? This is What's a thing. Age this is again? a real thing. I find this so interesting. and I don't know if it's just in the gay community, you know, because I'm not dating everybody else to know what's going on or what y'all's are. And I have enough of my own shit to think about. But I feel like people are either very successful and doing well in life or have absolutely no fucking clue what the hell they're doing in life. I think it comes down to motivation mm. and ambition. Yeah. Because what I found is like, I mean, I agree. Can anyone act their age because god damn it there are some men out there that are just giant fucking man babies yes they can't do anything for themselves yes. and it's like listen you have a job yep. you have all these things and yet you're still acting like a little whiny baby man yes what where is the disconnect yeah exactly i i don't get it i think it's different for a lot of them but like some of them were you coddled that's yeah. Were you never held Overly accountable coddled. for your actions? Are you just fucking lazy? Mm-hmm. Are you like really that 
emotionally and mentally immature that like your actions haven't caught up to your actual biological age? Are you like mentally behind in maturity? Probably all of the above. Like I, ugh. And it's tough. There's a lot of women like that too. This isn't just men. There no. are a lot of women who are very, who are like my age, you know, going into their, oh, I don't want to say it, but going into their 30s. <laughs> Um, and act like they're in high school. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Stop. And thank you for bringing that up because as we talk about this, it's not just you know me being me or me because I'm gay or anything like that. It's just people in general. It's so thank people. you for bringing yeah. that up because it's for everybody. Um, but no, that's a that's a, you're exactly right. You know, and there's I mean that's a, a big reason why I avoid a lot of the gay community, for example. Is there so much drama and bitching and this just immature high school, blah, 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 blah. And it's just chaotic and it's negative and mean and I just want nothing to do with it. And it stems from that immaturity and that just like, I don't, I don't know what people get out of it. I feel like people have this addiction to drama. And like, listen, I get it because I love watching trash TLC and Bravo shows. That's we my it's drama addiction. But I don't actually want that playing out in my real life. Yes. But some people like emulate it. They really do. And they have experienced that. Yeah. And like that's what my boyfriend worries about. You watch all these Bravo shows. Like I don't want you being all dramatic like them. And it's like, listen, this is why I watch the shows. Because like I get my fill here. Like I don't, I don't want this shit in my life. It reminds me. Yes. It's fun to watch. But to actually be involved in? Jesus. God, Leah. Come on. Yeah, you just don't know. And that's the thing. Is you just don't want anything to do with it. I could start talking to a guy who seems super sweet, real chill. And then I'm like, oh, you haven't worked in like six years. You don't have a car. You don't have a license. And you live at home. It's like, oh. And like, you know, not trying to get on anybody for being there, live, doing their thing. Whatever. Listen, but you for can me, live with your parents and still be like a motivated yes. individual. Yes. We're millennials. Shit's rough out there. For me, it's more Student like. loans are real. Yes. And that makes sense. But for me, it's like I, I have big dreams in life. Mm-hmm. Motivated to get there. Well, that's... And like, I want somebody like that too. Who, that's half who's the a battle. Go-getter. Finding someone who wants something out of life. Bingo. So many people are complacent. Yes. And are just like... Day by day. This, this is fine. Yep. I'm good here. And it's like, you've got to want... Not necessarily more, not necessarily better, but you have to want Growth. something else. You have. Yep. We're always growing. We're always changing. Like yeah. You've, you've got to want to self-develop here and just have goals. It's a good thing to like want to achieve something. Yes. If you don't have goals, it's a no for me, dog. Yeah. Period. I just don't understand people that are just okay with being where they are forever. Mm-hmm. It's like you. There's just. I don't know. And again, I don't care. It's not about like money or success, things like that. Like if your goal in life is to become, you know, the best bank teller you can be or the best bus driver you can, like whatever it is, that's fine. But you have to have those goals. And I think like you said, it is the growth department, you know, like you can be a bus driver, a bank teller for the rest of your life. If you're happy and you're doing your dams to learn the newest stuff to keep on top of all your shit, maybe you just love history in your spare time and you want to learn everything there is to know about World War II while you're a bank teller. 
these are things that's that's development that's growth that's somebody bettering themselves in some way mm-hmm. I want and so many grit, people are know? just like complacent like that nah, this is as good as it gets i'm fine or whiners lots of whiners oh, I, nothing drives me more insane than somebody who's complacent but then bitches about things not being better mm-hmm. for them Poor me, like, poor me, poor me, poor yeah. me, but I'm going to sit on my ass and do nothing. Exactly. I'm going to play games for the rest of my life. Ooh. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just like, then don't complain. Like, if, you're, if you want to play games and live in this exact environment for the rest of your life, like, cool, but don't bitch about anything ever again. Yeah. I don't expect people who want to grow and chase things and, like, do other things than just that to, like, stick around with you. Yes. Because it's not going to happen. And don't get mad at them for it either. Yeah. And don't try to hold them back. Yeah. It's just how things are, you know? Just happenstance. Men are dogs, but not all men are dogs. But dogs are great. Yes. Dogs are not men. And some men can act their age and are great at doing it. All right. Now we have one more to discuss. Will there be breakthrough today? Probably not. All right. So for the last one I put, um, we labeled it as PTSD from past relationships. Isn't it? That carries through. Funny that past relationships will kind of create habits in you, like not always good ones. Oh, yeah. That'll carry over into other relationships. That can come in the form of resentment, Mm -hmm. now impacting your expectations for your new partner. Oh, heavily. It'll come in expecting a new partner to act like your old one, and for some reason, you look for that and become attracted to it. Mm -hmm. Or unattracted to it. Yes. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's usually the negative traits of your past partner you'll suddenly look for in other people. And it's because you're protecting yourself. Yeah. Because you know what to expect. It's safe because you've dealt with it before. Yep. Yeah. And that's one of those things where like, it's part of why I'm very picky now. Mm -hmm. Like I'm picky, but I'm I'm not picky. Like I'm optimistic when I meet people. But But I think it's why you give people too many chances. Probably. Because it's almost scary for you to have something or to meet someone without one of those characteristics that you don't want so you do you know what i mean like if someone treats you really really well it's almost like what's going on like you're skeptical always so when somebody shows one of those old traits that's negative that you're used to it's kind of like okay i can handle this Mm -hmm. because you have before Mm -hmm. which yeah which can happen is like oh i've dealt with this i got this Mm -hmm. but really that's like mm, no really you just need to be like fuck you You gotta find someone who's so radically different Mm mm-hmm that it opens you up to like healthy relationships. And that's hard to do. It is. It's really hard to do. Cause like, it's all so subconscious. Like you don't realize yeah. that it's happening yep. until you're in the same situation again. And you're like, Oh shit. Like how did this happen? Mm-hmm. I thought I'd never be with somebody like this again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things too is like, you know, if I get like a depressive episode or something, I can completely change my thinking too. Mm-hmm. Like I could be one day or like, you know, weeks be really into somebody and then i wake up and i'm in a depressed one i'm just like yeah no i want nothing yeah. to do with this ever again yep. and then i'm done i'm done i'm just done i mean as a woman i go through what they call mood swings but anxiety and depression is something that i've dealt with before so there are times where you just like somebody can be so nice to you and so great and then your brain is just like nah yeah nope yep done somebody can say one um one thing and it will just be like mm, no yeah and it's like so minor in the long run yep which is another thing is like, you know, am I also looking at things like that and filtering a lot of people out preemptively when I should give them chances? 
Yeah. I don't know. I kind of screw myself over. It's like, you know, I live out in the rural area and it's like, there's nobody really around here. So it's mm-hmm. like, well, that sucks. But then I also refuse to date anybody in Philly because Philly men are trash. So it's like, well, that sucks. Yep, they are. And I refuse to drive to New York or DC to date. That's the thing. Like, it's where all the gays are. Geography is really like crazy. And like, and it really does dictate the kind of people that you can find. I mean, you can 100%. find, you can find all kinds of people anywhere. Like, we're all very, yes. you know, unique leaks. Yes, 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 yes. But it's yeah, out here. It's rough. It's rough. Yeah. I mean, and not like, I mean, especially for you as a gay man, but I think just as a millennial in general, like in this, in this area that we're in right now, it, it is very like Boomer established central. families, families. Yep. Synagogues. So, like, yeah. Weird shit. Yeah. Very bizarre synagogues and weird <laughs> shit oh my god just kidding <laughs> i'm sorry listeners synagogues are are totally fine they're cool but they're not <laughs> weird synagogues and weird shit <laughs> oh, my. oh my lord but yeah i mean for example y'all know i traveled to chicago or used to or had for many times r.i.p obviously r.i.p obviously gonna miss it because here's the thing I think I would have, I could have had a successful dating world if I lived out there, for example. I think if you were in more of a metropolitan area yes. in general, you yes. would. Which is also more dangerous for me, too, because so many more flags. So many well, more. Well, that's the thing. You have to really be, um, I don't want to say disciplined, but kind of just more do. aware. Yeah. You just have to be more aware. You have to be really self-aware. Which for is, like, oh, no, am I falling for like this thirst trap? Or like, do I really want to like give this guy a chance? Are we having an honest connection? And that's what I want to do. So I think it's just being honest with yourself completely. Yeah. And doing what feels right. Because sometimes, you know, you just want the red flag. And sometimes you just got to go for it and then be done with it. Yeah. And keep it moving. You raise a good point. I mean, because that's like, you know, a few years ago, if somebody showed me interest or attention at all, I'd be like, ah! and I'd run. Now, I still sometimes do, as you've seen. Love it. However, sometimes I catch myself and I'm like, wait a minute. This is silly. This is just a little. Yeah. You know, somebody's smiling at you. Move on. You know, it's like Jerry, you know, like anyone looks at Jerry and he like puts on that swag and he thinks like, oh, they're into me. Yes. She's like, come on. Jerry Bear. Jerry Bear. We love Jerry Bear. Jerry Bear had a cute little sweaty on today. I don't see. I don't like Jerry Bear, but he probably thinks I like him because I've looked in his direction before. That's the kind of person he seems to be. I like to leave him wondering, too, which is a problem. Oh, no, dude. He doesn't wonder. He thinks you are 100% into him. <sighs> Good. And he's, like, flattered by that. He's like, so yeah, flattered. the girls and the guys want me. I'm so hot. <laughs> Getting beers with my bros. Fuck that guy. I love but- if I can inflate somebody's ego. But knowing that it's bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. Yes. No, because he's just dumb. Yeah, he's you're one hundred percent just inflating his ego, and yes. that's it. That's all. I think for me, it's like the joy of seeing the reaction, and how much it can make, how elated it makes somebody feel. It's like really, is that all it takes? But that's all it takes for me too. So yeah, I, I guess mean, people so. are easy. Like attention is nice. Yeah, it is nice to have. I mean, I get really needy with Andy sometimes. Mm-hmm. Just like, look at me, please. Love me. Yeah. And then there are other times where I'm like, don't even mm-hmm. look in my direction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he, he puts up with the whole gambit. I just, you know, 
And then I always find myself in these really weird situations. Like, I'll meet somebody, and then I find out there's this, like, really weird somehow tie into my life. That's because you live in this really small... So, like, this area, the gay community isn't very large. It's awful. Everybody knows Everyone knows everyone. But it goes way beyond what you realize. People don't... Like, that's the thing with the gay community. Like, I, I could meet a random gay in another state and add them on Insta and three people in Westchester are friends with them. And it's like, how? Because they're looking outwards too. Bingo. And so like everybody, yes. And it sucks in a way, but it's like, once you go to one of those big Metro cities, like you're not, you might get some of that. Yeah. But honestly, well, that's the other thing too, is like, because it's a smaller community, and because of one, gays talk a lot. Well, I feel like people talk a lot True. in general. People just Gays talk. are bitchy. Very bitchy. Um, That's true. It's everybody. I, I'm a woman. That's, okay. Uh, you know? Yeah. yeah okay. Fair the point. bitchiness, like, everyone gets, a little, everyone gets bitchy. Fair point. You could have had a bad bitch. But there's this, like, bitchiness and there's this, like, possessiveness. So, for, for example... um. I started talking to this dude on Hinge a while back. Just casual conversation. Went well. At each other on social media. Connected some more. Planned to hang out. And then come to find out that this kid was hanging out with one of my friends for a while. You know, they were like hanging out for a couple months. Like trying to date. Didn't work out, obviously, but I didn't realize that was the person. Right? Like, I was vibing with this person. Like, whatever, I'm just going to hang out with them. That was not okay with the friend, right? Because apparently there's a rule where, well, if this is one of my past people I dated, like, they're off limits. Well, here's the thing. When you've dated 50 fucking people, that's a lot of people off limits. Also, I think it depends on the seriousness of the relationship that was had. Because, like... If it wasn't a relationship, there was nothing. Yeah. Because, listen, anybody I've dated, I don't give a who they go on to talk to i don't give a shit we are not together for a reason Bingo. And i don't care you go live your life i'm gonna go live mine and that's all there should be to it yes granted now like if my best friend and her husband split up like i can't go get with her husband like no duh it's like very obvious yes. things like that but, but if you went on I'm a date like, with somebody and somebody else a yeah. friend of yours went on a date with him six months later. It's just like, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Yes. And so like, and just situations just like care. that just make me, ugh. Yeah. I mean, even if I was in a serious relationship with someone, but like enough time has gone by that like someone I knew in Alpha was be like, cool. Yes. Hope you guys had fun. Yes. Hope it was, you know, you guys are happy. Yes. I mean. Don't care about anything further than that. Bingo. Bingo. And here's the thing. I think the only time people get upset is if they feel if either they are upset that that ended or there's some kind of like well how come i feel like there's a jealousy factor like why are you interested in them and not but not me yeah and it's just like what's fucking life yeah you're not gonna be interested in a thousand people you're gonna interested in like a couple and like your tastes change all the time yes your taste buds literally change like every seven years yes they do you literally shed all 
all of your skin in seven years time. Dick from 10 years ago does not taste like dick today. Yeah. The dick that you had 10 years ago is a totally different dick from the one I'm getting now. Yes. That puss you looked in junior high is not going to be that puss you looked when you're 27. It's different now. It shed its cells. It's a whole new one. Bingo. Bingo. Matt's laughing at me. He feels very uncomfortable. That rabbit you jerked off to seven years ago is now still the same great, great, fucked great, up great, rabbit. Great, great, great Matt, grandmother really of weird. other rabbits that you're masturbating to now. You're just you're masturbating to the same rabbit, but now it's a great, great, great grandmother, Matt. We saw one on the trail today. Real big we black did. eyes. You would have loved it. You would. Uh, she was that beautiful. Fluffy. She was really young too. Had that really <laughs> youthful tail. Very bushy. Mm-hmm. You know, you like a good bush. <laughs> he's not denying it he's not he's, he's got a microphone he's got headphones on when we he's know he loves red. to talk he's a little red but he ain't denying it folks fun little segue <laughs> much love but yeah oh boy. but you know what at the end of the day here's what i also tell myself is like the longer I want something and seek it out, I'm probably not going to get it or have You're it. not because you're almost <clears throat> looking too hard. So it's yeah. like everything, you're overanalyzing everything. Mm-hmm. You're waiting for someone to fuck up. You're also scared of the things that you want a little bit because it's like, oh, that it could be real. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can't look. You really can't. Yeah. And it's true when they say like it'll happen when you least expect it. And that that's the case because you're not looking for it. Yeah. It just shows up. This is true. I mean, that's what happened in pretty much every relationship I've had. I mean, it's just it's just that way. But then they end terribly. So I guess now I'm like, I need to control the situation. I mean, I feel like it's hard to end a relationship well. Yeah, they usually end because they're not well. Yeah. I don't know anybody who's in a relationship because it was too good. But you're also so young. I am. Andrew, and I feel like we've put a lot of pressure on ourselves because of past generations that have gotten married really young. So true. And started families. Like we think that's what we should be doing. Yeah. But it's just not the case. Like you grow, like this was the whole point of having the, my roaring twenties podcast was because you grow and change so much in your twenties. You're like different people. I feel like I'm a different person. So it's hard to like find that concrete, you know, as Andy would say, forever wife. When you're so young, because everyone's changing. That's such a good point, too. Because that's another thing is, like, you have interest in certain people. You know, who I was interested in, what I was looking for at 21 is different it's than so now. It's so different. You know, and so every different. year it's changed. Yeah. Um, but eventually you find someone that is also evolving and changing at the same rate as you and in the same direction. That's what And I'm that's why for. relationships end up working the ones that work that's why yes because you guys are heading in the same direction evolving together it really is it's like a partnership that's what i want motherfuckers it's not easy to find and it's like once you get it it's work too like you have to continually yes work at it because you don't just naturally fall into sync it's like communication sacrifice anyway i feel like we've run through we've gotten a lot out Yeah. yeah We've done a lot of unpacking here, a lot of great self-reflection. Good job on you. I yeah, what are your like, thoughts? What I totally you agree. I think you did really, really well. You're very introspective. It was great. Um, mm-hmm. I look yes. forward to doing more like these, like especially with... M- Mr. Kelly. Yeah, we'll do one of those. But anyway, next week... Well, actually, 
feel like every episode after this we're gonna be back last to our, week we talked about <laughs> yeah i don't remember um but you know back to your regularly scheduled disney talk hope you enjoyed this little break and you know what if you guys want to talk about stuff you want to unpack some shit if you have advice we're here for you yeah hit us at this time have you, you can hit us up love? hit us up yeah you tell us are you lonely <laughs> i don't know if we can help you there but we'll try are you just itching to buy somebody dinner in the chester county area I love to go out to dinner. <laughs> I love to go to dinner. And I'm really fun and I have good Tabor manners. So Tabor manners. Not I, table, Tabor. I have Tabor manners. You have to take them to the Tabors. I like Texas Roadhouse. Yo, I love Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> do Don't too. even start. Those rolls with the oh butter and the cinnamon. The rattlesnake bites. Ugh. Wow. And I kind yeah. of really love their rice. Do you guys want to go on a date with Andrew and I to Texas Roadhouse one night and Please. talk about things? Please hit us up. You know how to do it. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Gia wheezes all the time. So anytime she wheezes, I'm just like. <laughs> she wheezes when she laughs. Oh my God. Yeah. She, but she'll do a long wheeze. We'll be like. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I die. It's my, pretty great. I always laughed at my granddad's laugh because it was always this. <laughs> and I loved it. Sounds like you're coughing. Basically. listening to the Geekscape Network.